one. <laughs> Don't start. Three, two, <laughs> one. Three, two. I can tell what kind of episode this is going to be already. Y'all get ready for a banger. This girl done started. She done started with Hello? the shit already. No, that was you. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another show. Another episode of Daddy Daughter Dishes. I am your host, Kiara, and with me, I have my lovely co-host. Daddy, BJ. That is BJ. He is my dad. I am his daughter, and this is episode 13, 13. of Daddy Daughter Dishes. Hey, hey, hey. You know, some people say 13, not a lucky number, but I feel like it's a pretty all right number. I don't, I don't believe in that mess. It's all in I, you receive from the universe what you put out to it. I'm just saying what the people say. That's what some people say. They do. You know, you know, some yes, a lot of whole, what a lot of buildings they don't have a 13th floor. Yeah. At least the, well, they at least do, the they elevators just don't, don't go to a 13th floor, 13th floor. Yeah. It's all in your head. It's all in your head. But anyways, hello. Yeah. Welcome to episode 13. Dad, how was your week? How have you been? Let's see. What happened last week? Uh, we spent I spent some time with Mariana. We um oh yeah, man, I'll tell you, okay. Um pick Mari up on Friday and uh we made our way down to the house and other and what happened? Gator Jones came up to visit. Uh, Rodney just happened to be in town. And we, uh, what we do Friday? Friday, we ended up going down to the little, uh, the little hangout spot in Pulaski. Mm. And because uh, Mari, bless her heart, she didn't want to go eat anywhere in Murfreesboro, nowhere in Carbondale. She said, Dad, I want to go eat in Pulaski. So we went down to Pulaski and we get there and they had a nice little crowd and their uncle Bob was down there. A couple other yeah, people man. hadn't seen in a while. My nephew Asa was down there. And uh we we had a good time down there. I threw some darts. Mari threw darts for the first time. She did. She beat me too. Lucky self. Uh-oh. Um we ended up going back to the house, putting it down. Got up Saturday I had to put um, some new struts on my truck. I've been needing some them for struts. a while. Some struts. It's part of the suspension system on the front axle, on the steer axle, struts. 
Yeah, no, not. Yeah. Oops. If your struts are not working properly on your vehicle, it, it your vehicle will feel like it's strutting. You won't be strutting. Yeah, so me and Gator Jones got up early um, Saturday morning and uh, we changed out the struts. You know, I, I've always heard that struts was a pain in the ass to change. Not for me and Gator Jones. Man, I watched a YouTube video on how to change them things. And we ain't take us no time to change them out. The hardest part for us, the hardest part for us was it got a little cord, (laughs) electrical connection. (laughs) Was getting that damn thing unplugged. I tell you, it was a pain in the ass, but everything else went smoothly. I was going to change the shocks on the back too, but I ended up buying the wrong shocks for the back. So I got to send those back and get them. But anyway, after we, after we got done with that, we met up with Rodney. We ate lunch at Honey's and then everybody was kind of tired because we got up early. So we said, we said we was going to go to the house, take a little nap. It was still early afternoon, but man, I'm going to tell you, um, we ended up having an impromptu wang dang doodle at the house. When I tell you, Every, I mean, all my siblings except uh, the ones who live out of town, Shalice and Fee. Uncle Robert Earl came by, T.T. Squeaky, Uncle Dave came up, Uncle Bob was there, Ms. Danielle came over, the kids came over, Pooh came over with her crew, T.T. Uh, uh, Vet, Papa came over with her two boys. I'm telling you, we had, and we just sat out in the yard, and we had a whole good time. Like cousin, a couple of cousins came through. Shout out to Tutu and, and Michi. They came through. Um, and we just we just sat in the yard. We had some of that sippy sip. Some of that mm-hmm. sippy sip from Mississippi. Man, mm-hmm. I'm telling you. And we had a good time. Only thing was, like that. Yeah, only thing we didn't um we didn't do was fire up the grill. It was crazy. Like we we was having a good time though. And what then um uh, Shit, after we got done with the uh, impromptu thing, we, me and Mario, we ended up going to Cape and went bowling. Mm. Me, her, Uncle Dave, Skip, and DJ. Oh, DJ was there too. Yeah, it was a whole thing. Uh, as far as bowling, I would everybody ask both games. I had a 164 I mean, and a 166. Uncle Bob didn't go. You know, he, he the one I came. I was going to say, wait a minute. I can beat him consistently. Every now and then I get him, but I think he started punk out. He don't go when we go. He ain't been mm-hmm. going, so I think he's been trying to punk he, out. He don't want that challenge. He don't want he don't, that smoke. He don't want them problems. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, we had a good time. Kind of rested up Sunday. Took more. Oh, I guess what? Update on the mailbox. So Sunday I got up and uh, fixed my mailbox. <laughs> I ended what? up. Yeah, you brought it man. back to life? You revived I, it? No, I, I put that one to bed, that old one to bed, and I got well, a, a new rest, one, a new post, and everything. I spent Sunday afternoon getting that together uh, after I took Mari back. And uh, then after that, I just chilled out, man, got up, came to work Monday. I was tired as hell. And when I got off yesterday, I came to this apartment, and when I tell you I was asleep, at 5.30 in the evening. 
mm. I was asleep at 5.30 in the evening. But enough yeah, about me. Yeah, I forget Mondays is your, is your longer days sometimes. But I will note that. Monday is the longest day for me. But, you know, I get through it. I get my rest. Yeah. How was how's your yeah. week been? Um, it was great. I'll explain in a second. But when you were just talking about the mailbox, that reminded me of something. Uh, so, you know, we just moved to a new town or whatever. And, you know, when you're dealing with the male people, like, there's like a, uh, that comes when you think about, you talked about, you ranted about it on here before. So yes. I had ordered mommy some, I had ordered mommy uh, her Mother's Day card and I wanted it to get shipped here first so I could write in it and then send it off. Mm-hmm. Well, somehow my, my house number didn't populate on the order. So, and and it still went through. So it was no number and then my street name. And so it said it had got delivered and we got these like mailboxes at the, at the pool. That's where, oops, that's where you check your mailbox. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I'm looking and I'm like, this is like a week before mother's day. I'm like, all right, I don't see the card. I'm gonna give it another day. Maybe they just, you know, messed up the tracking and see, ain't getting no card. And I said, I got to deal with these male people. <laughs> so I put in a ticket, like a like a ticket, like a where's my mail ticket, can't find my mail. And would you know the same day I got a call and this lady was, hi, Miss Lyle, this is so-and-so with Fuquay's post office. <laughs> I got your ticket and I just... <laughs> And I just want you to know. And now, first of all, you know, I don't answer the phone for unknown numbers. Right. But for some reason, I was feeling like answering the phone. Your spirit told you to answer that one. My spirit said, pick this one up. It was like 815-ish. I was like, you know, CJ, he on his way to work. But she said, this is Mrs. So-and-so. And I got your ticket. And, you know, my mail carrier, he's not here yet. But I did put a note in the system to make sure to to verify that your package gets to your home. And she verified the number. And uh, she was like, okay, so I'm going to update that. And you should get an update, you know, today. You should get some in your mailbox. So day goes by. I get it in my mailbox. Um, And so the next morning... She calls again. She, Hi, Miss Lyles. I was just calling to verify that you you got your package successfully. I had my courier. He said he put it in. So I was just checking. And I was like, I sure did. And I was just, I was like, I'd really appreciate y'all. Cause that Absolutely. was, you know, that was my Mother's Day card. That meant a lot. And she was like, well, we do have a survey that'll come out if you if you did really enjoy the service. Do you mind sharing that on the survey? <laughs> I said, absolutely. That is not an issue. Man, I wrote that lady the sweetest uh, recommendation, appre- appreciation post oh, that the good. post office has probably ever seen. So that was a good, uh, that was a good sh- moment. <laughs> I'm sure she was very appreciative. And she took, sounds she- like she took a lot of pride in her job. You could tell the way she said, well, my courier, he isn't here yet, but as soon as he gets here, I'm going to make sure that he knows to check his post, to check your mailbox and see if your package in there, because I know that's important. I said, <laughs> I, you know what? 
<laughs> like I was like, I really appreciate you. I don't like your energy. I love it. Can we like go get lunch or something? Like you, we should be friends because we got the same and she, energy. And then and she, she followed I, up. And she yeah, followed like up. you don't hardly get that service too often no more like you used to. Not from some of no. those traditional facilities like that. They don't be giving a flying flip, you know. About I'll be honest. I was not. I was not expecting anybody to follow up. I was just going to order the card again and get it shipped directly to mommy. I was I was like, I'm going to give it the day. And then sure enough, here she be Mrs. Louse. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that was my like good. <laughs> oh, please know that I do. I sound identical to how she sound on the phone. Um, but yeah, so my week was, my week, it was pretty good. Uh, Lensational made an appearance at two events Uh-oh. this past weekend. Two events? Two. Dos. Uno dos. Hey. So um, Thursday, was it Thursday? I believe it was Thursday. Yes, it was Thursday. Thursday evening, um, my friend Mia, the one that she lives, she used to live in D.C., the one Cricket's husband, mm-hmm. yeah. he sold her house. Right. Um, so she lives in Charlotte now and she, her brand, uh, shout out to colors of her success. She hosted a, um, networking event and like confessional panel with a lot of black women executives in the Charlotte area. And so, you know, me, me is like a really good friend. So anything she's having, if I can get there, I'm getting there. So Thursday. Listen, Thursday, me and Brittany, my co-worker, we left uh-huh. at about 2 o'clock. I was like, I feel like we skipping school. We like bad kids. <laughs> we hopped in Stormy, and we we was rolling. And about right about 5 o'clock, we pulled up to the venue. And uh, I brought Lensational for that. So I set up the booth. It was in a really nice, like, corner. And everybody enjoyed it. And it was really cool to be there. For one, to be there you know, for my friend and then two to bring my other friend and connect her with that friend. Like that was really oh, cool yeah. to do. And then bringing the photo booth. Like I just love capturing memories like that. And like, I got a picture of like me and her mom and it was just, it was really cute. And that just warmed my heart. Um, So then we drove back that same night, me and Brittany. And let oh. me just say like, when you are driving and riding with somebody, it's like when you having good conversation, that time time flies fly. by. It flies. That by. time fly. I hate the drive to Charlotte by myself. And the way me and Brittany was talking, it seemed like we had about three or four good conversations and we was pulling up. We was hitting traffic, which meant we was in Charlotte. I was like, dang. So I was really grateful to have her on the way back. Once I start getting a little tired, right. we start having good conversation. And I was like, ooh, I'm up. And then the next thing I know, I was dropping her back off at her car. Um, but yeah, so that was a great experience. And then Saturday, CJ's line brother, uh, Demetrius, he graduated from Wake Forest with his master's in medicine, I okay. think. Something, something like that. He won't be a pediatrician. So him and his sister graduated. She graduated from A&T with her bachelor's. Um, oh, that was a good weekend so for that we family. Brought- I know, right? They had a nice little cookout. Like they had yeah. a nice little they first the house is beautiful by a little lake. And they put up the pavilion and all their family was there and it was a good time. Uh so we set up the booth. It was kind of a surprise from Demetrius to his sister. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so we set up the booth and I had it customized with their graduation pictures. And she was like, oh, oh my gosh, she was excited. Uh, that was so dope. that was fun too. Yeah. And then just getting to see their family, mm-hmm. embrace them and have a good time. That was a good time. Uh, oh, so, hey, pause, yeah. pause. Yeah. Hold that thought. Yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's, with Lensational, I have a question. I was asked yep. about some of the services that it provides as far as photographs. Do, do you have the 360 camera option with at that? At the moment, if, we do not. At the moment, is there we do something not that, have the 360. Is there something that we can add to that? At a later it date? Is, um, it, is a, it is a product and service that we do plan on adding to our catalog of services here in the near future. Oh. Great. I'd like to know more later on what we might need to in order to make that happen sooner than later. We 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 shall we shall have the business meetup after the podcast meetup. Right. We'll go from podcast co-host to business to to you investor, me business owner. I'll be I'll be uh under you in that one. Okie dokie. Oh okay. Now uh, continue. What else? Oh then this was the highlight of my weekend. So Uh-oh. Brittany, co-worker I just mentioned, uh, mm-hmm. it's Sunday. She texts me. She was like, girl, I just left the Barnes & Noble off of this street. Uh, they having a sale because they are moving. And she sent me the book she got. And I was like, oh, say less. I was like, CJ, I'm going to the bookstore. You don't have to go. I really don't want you to go. But if you want to go, you, you can. <laughs> he was like, Nah, I stay here. So I spent three hours in uh, Barnes and Noble. You bought a lot um, of books. I think I, I saw a lot them of books on your Instagram and I would, page. I would like to share some of the books that I bought and why I bought them. Okay. I bought one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen books. Hmm. And that was only like $213. And when you consider that some of them are hardbacks, that's not that bad. It's not bad. About the benefits that and it's an investment in my yeah. Exactly. In exactly. So let me share some of the books that I got. These are all like kind of self-help-ish productivity, self-betterment books, sort of. Gotcha. Um, so playing off of the panel that I went to. Um, from Mia, uh, got this book that was recommended by a panelist called First and Only, A Black Woman's Guide to Thriving at Work and in Life. So talks about being, you know, the first and only. Sometimes that's how we find ourselves being as Black women. Um, also got The Art of Making Shit Up, Using the Principles of Improv to Become an Unstoppable Powerhouse. I really mm. wanted to get that one. When I saw it, I was like, oh, yeah. Because improv, working with the the speaking company that I work with on the side, Speak House, like they teach, they talk a lot about improv. And it just seems like a really beneficial skill to have in the workplace. Um, then I got this book called Thanks for the Feedback, The Science and Art of Receiving Feedback Well, Even When It's Off Base, Unfair, Poorly Delivered, and Frankly, You're Not in the Mood to Hear It. Mm. Now... I got this one, and CJ said, I need to read this one first. <laughs> and I said, hey, what What do you mean by that, sir? Say it with your chest. 
No, but we both agreed that I probably need to. Because I take feedback very personally. As much as I know people don't mean their you feedback be, to be personal sometimes. You're hard I mean on yourself. Feelings. Yeah. I like am. Somebody else I know. They the same way. Just exactly. Be, just hard on yourself. I'm that way too. Hey, if you not, who will be? You got I mean, to be your biggest critic. Y'all tend to take it overboard sometimes. <laughs> Y'all don't know when to stop. It's like, come on, you can't think about it like that. But y'all be... You be like, get it together. Yeah, like, why are you so hard on yourself? No, nah, come on. I don't see none of that, what you're talking about. I don't see it. You see it? That's that's your mind playing tricks on you. That, listen, and then that leads me to, there's a book called Choose Joy, Relieve Burnout, Focus on Your Happiness, and Infuse More Joy into Your Everyday Life. And then the last one I'll mention, but I'll post a picture of all of them. Uh, it's called, It's Not Always Right to Be Right and Other Hard-Won Leadership Lessons. So mm. I got a lot of really good books and I went to the bookstore with the intention of getting books that I knew would help me on my current career path and help me to the next level that I want to be at, which is like kind of like a manager of a group of people. So I want to know how to be a good leader and how to be receptive. And, you know, I want to I want to prepare myself just in case the opportunity should present itself. There's there's something in the energy in your energy atmosphere that's uh, pushing you that way. So it's it's, I'm pretty sure there's something coming down the pike that's getting you prepared for that. So that you're getting prepared for. So that's it sounds like some very, very interesting books. Uh, it's funny you you I'm say that like, to read them. today. Like uh, every now and then on Facebook, I'll post a uh, post from Debbie Brown. Um, mm-hmm. She's like a, a spiritual type. You know, I don't really know her official title, but she posts some some nice stuff to help people mm-hmm. with their their inner flow or whatever. So I started listening to her podcast this morning. Um, this one's called Dropping Gems. When she, I guess it was when she first started because I listened to the first episode and she had her guest was a guy by the name of Humble Lukinga. I hope I ain't butchering that man's name. Humble Lukinga. And he is a uh, like a financial advisor for her and like some big name athletes, I think in the NFL, maybe a couple NBA guys. But man, this dude is he is pretty, pretty amazing at the work, his life, his life path up to this point. Like he's from Uganda and his dad was, at one mm-hmm. point was a was a, a, a high ranking official in that country until the power shifted or changed hands. And when the power changed mm-hmm. hands, I think it went into the hands of a dictator, Idi Amin if I'm not mistaken, if that's what he said. Mm-hmm. And after that, they basically lost, he basically, he lost a lot of family members after that change mm-hmm. of power took place. He ended up getting some uh, some asylum, political asylum to the U.S. or whatever. He ended up coming here and he went to school, worked his way up. Now he's a financial advisor. I mean, and some of the things that he's doing with uh, with people and helping them 
build financial security for generations in their families. Just listening to him mm-hmm. and his mindset, his his whole thing is about servitude. He wants to serve people. He wants to serve. And all of his clients seem to love him. And I just got a kick out of some of the things that he was saying today about how we don't necessarily take advantage of everything that has at our fingertips nowadays. Like, I think we've kind of touched on it on this episode. Like, there is so much information at our fingertips. And one of his points was that if you got something on your mind, something that you want to do, that you feel passionate about, that you want to do, and you're not doing it, it's because you don't want to do it at this point in the world. Like, you can research just about anything and find out information about it and it's just um upon you to make this make the decision to just just do it and then they also talked about how hey but they also talked about and it kind of intrigued me how you know we want the end product but we don't want to put in the work Mm. and that's that seems like it's so evident today it's like Everybody want to be, you know, the top dog. They want to have so many followers. Mm-hmm. They want to get so many likes, so many views, whatever. And But they don't want to put in the work. It's just like they want that mm-hmm. instant gratification. It's like, let's just say you get it. You're not going to be prepared to keep it because you ain't put in the work to get to where you need to get it. So it's just you talking about some of those books and like we said, it's probably preparing you for something that's coming down, you know, coming in your near future. Uh, I hope, pray that you, I'm, I'm sure you will utilize them, read them, take notes, read them again, oh, take already, more notes. You probably already, already finished two of them. I'm already <laughs> halfway through one of them. But yeah, if, if y'all get a chance, if people listening get a chance, check out Debbie Brown's podcast, man. She's pretty awesome. Um, just That's a, dope. What's the name of the podcast called? Dropping Gems. Dropping Dropping Gems. That was the gotcha. early title. I think it goes by a different title now. That was Dropping Gems was one. Of, it's an early title that she had for. I think it's different now, but I, I'm not sure what it is off the top of my head. Oh, okay. Well, speaking of dropping gems, what? Who do you have on today? What are you wearing today? I oh, see you got man. a. A scully on, like it's yeah. a thirty I degrees mean, outside. I'm gonna clown you because we. <laughs> I ain't gonna clown you, but you it's it's seventy six degrees outside, Daddy. Hey, the hell you got this hat on for? It's hotter than seventy six degrees where I'm at. But ask me, ask me, do it look like I give a Do it look like I give a Because <laughs> I don't. I don't. Well, it, it could it I could always be cold you. in your apartment too. You got a bald head, you get cold. Nah, well, man, it ain't, it, ain't, it. it ain't got nothing to do with being cold. I told y'all last week I had a very special company that I was going to shout out this week. As you can see, I got the Scully on E M R H. I got the shirt on. These, this company is from my people. Oh, Miss Eva May. Eva May Recovery Hope. From up there. From, from up, up there. there. In the windy, in the Chi-Town area. So with the shout cuddle. out to Laquan Kouye, my cousin, for hooking me up with the gear. Uh, 
I got a little information about the company. Uh, EMRH, the Eva May Recovery Hope Incorporated. What they do, they are an um, outpatient addiction treatment provider. They treat all forms of addiction uh, through therapeutic sessions and medication. Um, this company came about because um, their father was inspired by their mother after she passed away in 2013. Rest in peace to Cousin Eva. Their father, Michael, got inspired to begin a company to honor her. And she had such a giving spirit, he wanted to create a, a recovery center that would treat the patients like she was treating them. Mm -hmm. she, she was just a, a caring, loving, giving person. And um, mm -hmm. that's how they run the company. You know, they treat the patients with the respect and dignity that human beings deserve, but they don't always receive as addicts by society. You know, society mm -hmm. has a tendency to look down on people when they're addicted to something, but they make mm -hmm. it a point to treat people with the dignity and respect that they deserve because they are humans. And they do a great yes, job. Are. Like, it's a family-owned and operated facility. Uh, they got, well, Actually... A family owns and operates. They got several facilities throughout the Chicago area, and they're forever expanding. Uh, my cousin Niyi, Shea, and Quan, and their dad Michael. They basically run the show. They run the company, and uh, they do a great job. They have a website. If you have anybody in the Chicago area, they may be in need of their services. They might be going through some family stuff. Need some therapy, some medication to help with some kind of addiction, look them up. The website is uh, Eva May, E-V-M-A, M-A-E-R-E-C-O-V-R-Y, hope.com. Eva May Recovery, hope.com. Check them out. Shout out to the Cuzzos. I appreciate the gear I'm representing today. I represent every chance I get. I love what y'all doing. Y'all keep it up. And I'm going I'm to keep doing this as long as I keep getting shirts and hats and whatnot. I'm shouting out okay. other companies. We, we need to get some of your people on board. I was just thinking I need to hit my people up so I can uh, get them and send me some stuff. I got quite, I have quite the people. You got, I'm sure you got a vast array of friends. And yeah, friends about 12 people just came. Yeah. Yeah. Hell of people just came to mind. I'm like, huh? Yeah, I should. Mm -hmm. I got about eight mm -hmm. chefs. I should be like, send mm -hmm. me some samples, man, so I can eat. What's live? Podcast. Where's live? I got some of his products. I he got know. some. Uh, he got some French toast seasoning. Some uh, some some uh, brown sugar rub seasoning. That tastes delicious on sly chicken, got some popcorn, potatoes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that, it's sly. You know sly. Sly going to have sly. what you need. Uh, but yeah, that's what I got to today. The families. Shout out to the family business, Eva May Recovery Hope Incorporated. That's right. I'll put the, the uh, details in the show notes. I think that's what they call it. I was going to say the bio, but yeah, you do it that. Is. I, I shall. I shall do that. Um, 
I feel like I have to use the bathroom. But I think I'm good. We ain't getting paid for no commercials yet, so you can't take no break. <laughs> yeah, nah, nah, I can't take no break. So I'm going to just sit here with my legs crossed. Now, if I got to pee, if I had to, it's crazy. Because, look, if I had to really pee like that, they wouldn't even know. Because I could have cut I could have cut the whole silence. Look, could. I could have went to the bathroom right then. You wouldn't right even know. Then. They wouldn't and even know. Look, right there. There it go again. The and magic. She using the bathroom the like magic, crazy. <laughs> the magic of cinematography. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess that's what you call it. Hey, the add on to my week because I, you see, I look a little beautified today, right? You see, I look. You you got a glow to you now. You got a glow to you. I must say, look like you've been. You might have visited hair and makeup before you came on the show. I visited something, all right, mm. but uh. I was a model today at work. Wait a minute. A model? Yes. You just I keep, was, you I just was keep adding shit to your resume, don't you? I was modeling. <laughs> I was modeling for one of our accessories, some whitening strips. Uh-huh. And so I, I was the model for the tutorial video and for the marketing material. So my face... <laughs> Might be in some instructions and how tos when uh it launches. Really? Yeah, pretty cool. That's stuff. pretty amazing. Now is that part? Yeah, of, we had fun. Is that some? Is that gonna? Um, is that gonna obtain some um, extra pay License. when they put you in these publications? Absolutely not. Mm. I do. I still work for the man, Dad. You still work for the man. I still work for the man. man I know that feeling. That. I still do too. We need to do something about that. I we gotta talk after yeah. the recording. I got a plan. Yeah, we need to we need to pull a Franklin Saint or something minus the downfall. <laughs> no, I, ain't, I ain't pulling no Franklin Franklin Saint. Not even at his highest, no ma'am. Because I we won't be able to sleep at set it off. What is the procedure? <laughs> I'm not. You want to do bad stuff. You want to be a gangster. Huh? You yeah. Want be, you want to do some illegal stuff. Your ass will be in the damn jailhouse telling on yourself. I'm snitching on everybody. I know their full name. I can tell you. Social <laughs> government name. Who they voted for. I know their mama name and their grandma I know name. Where they, I know um, where they work and everything. I know where they sleep. <laughs> You ain't right. I ain't doing uh, no crime with you. <laughs> let me see. Let me see. Anyways, where was we at? Because I lost my spot. I don't know where you was at. You've been talking about... Um, oh, I was talking about modeling and stuff at work. Yeah, modeling. Um, but I, yeah, but I was going to go back to my weekend. Um, it was just a really good time. When I went to Charlotte, like me and Brittany... Like, we've been having conversations at work. Of course, we work on projects together and stuff. And we text, you know, like friends and stuff. But it was really cool to just be, like, be in a car with somebody and just talk the whole time. Like, a friend. Mm -hmm. It's like you're just catching up. But it's, like, a really intimate, like, it was, it was like, a weird, like, vulnerability. It was really cool. I just hadn't felt that in a hot minute. That was it. Was a, was it, a, it was a no-judgment zone. Probably yeah, was talking it was about safe, in everything. A safe yeah, space. Yeah, was getting to, to know talk. more about each other's families and each mm -hmm. other's 
you know, like quirks and stuff we enjoy doing and stuff we regret doing. Like it was just, I'm so I'm reading this book right now also called uh, The Seven Husbands of Evelyn, Evelyn Hugo. Gosh, that's a hard name to say. But she talks about, uh, well, first she was talking about like a sex scene, but then she started talking about being intimate with her friend. And she was like, people think intimacy means sex. But right. really, intimacy is that vulnerability piece and being able to know that you're, open. you know, you're safe in the presence of the person that you're being, quote unquote, intimate with. And I was like, that's a really, it's funny I'm reading that right now because that was what I was trying to put on what I was trying to describe that trip as. Like, that was like my Arizona trip to... I don't know if you remember how happy I was when I came back from Arizona. Like, it's just something about being in close spaces with people who you know that they got your best interests at heart. Like-minded like, people. That's really cool. Yeah. I think we, I think and, we, they, and it don't be... It's not forced. Like, we, I think we underestimate what that means to surround yourself with like-minded people. Because what mm-hmm. it does, it, it provides and it builds a safe space for you. It does the same thing for them. And it actually allows you to flourish, to be your best when you are in that type of situation. Like, you know. Because you're not hiding any part of yourself. It's like you like naked like, yeah. to, to frame it that way. It's like you see in all parts of me, can't hide nothing. And they like cool. That's, like that's dope. <laughs> that's, that's one of those things that humble that got humbled was speaking about on on that podcast with David Brown. It's like, and that's how he likes to be with his clients. Like he's an open book, and he wants to provide that same environment for them because at the end of he's handling their money. Like he knows mm-hmm. all their intimate. Even when they try to hide something from him, you know, he can, you know, he has a way of figuring it out and he wants the type of relationship with those people that they don't have to hide anything from. And that's kind of how it is, like, when you have a good therapist, too, like having that safe Mm. space to talk. But a therapist is a little bit different than having, like you said, somebody close to you, maybe a coworker or a good friend that you can get some some let's just call it quiet time with but it ain't really quiet mm-hmm. because y'all talking about everything and the thing about it is that there's a trust that's built up there that allows you to release with that person because you know that whatever is said there is probably going to stay there uh, mm-hmm. even if it's something that is quote-unquote taboo to everybody else you ain't got to worry about that person you know, bringing it up mm-hmm. at one of your low states, throwing it back up in your face yeah, in a negative nah. way. So it, it, it's very, it's a very healthy relationship to have with somebody. An intimate relationship is a very healthy relationship to have with somebody. It is. And it just, it felt so good just because one, like I talk about it often on here, it's hard making friends as a grown up, like as an, a newer, newer adult. Mm-hmm. So like when you finally start to feel like, oh, like this is what friendship feel like right now. Like this is what <laughs> friendship feel like. Oh my God. That's that's a great feeling to experience, especially when you can actually feel that it's like real and not 
like, oh, I'm just, you know, I'm just forcing this because we work together or, you know, I'm just forcing right. this because we see each other a lot. Like, no, nah, I actually, I really vibe. Like, I really, I really enjoy being around you. That's cool. So, yeah, I just wanted to say, I just wanted to add that. Um, well, anything, anything in life that's forced is, it's not going to be as, it's not healthy if it's forced, you know. Mm-mm. Uh, that's kind of it. Kind of puts me in the mind of my relationship with Gator Jones and Rodney. Like we are like Jones. best friends, brothers. We call each other brothers or dog. Like it's y'all BFFs. Y'all BFFs. If y'all, if that's what you want to call it, we we're not. We are not going to say we're BFFs. No, but I'm gonna get y'all t-shirt for say. You know who said the same thing? Mari said the same thing. She's like. We gotta get y'all some t-shirts that say the three amigos or something because y'all just she's like, this is so cute. Like y'all <laughs> been yeah, friends. Yeah, yo, listen, because you don't see men being friends, like happily speaking about their friends in a healthy way. Like it's either like, yo, that's my dog, no homo, like, you know, or they try and deny that they actually like their friend. Like, it ain't even like that, bro. It's like, no, it's okay that you I'm, like your friend. That's what you're supposed to do. So it's just a refreshing feeling. I love black boy joy. And it's I love healthy my dogs. Black male friendships. Oh. They're my dogs. Wait, the, the crowd is so happy to hear that. <laughs> oh, my God. You lucky I ain't got no sound for it. That's all right. So, like, no, man, like, for real, I think, and this goes back to therapy helped me just express some things about people I care about. Like, I got two, I feel like I got two sets of brothers. Like, I got my blood brothers, Uncle Bob, Uncle Dave, Uncle Robert Earl, and I'm going to throw Skip in there, too, because, I mean, Skip has been, he's my nephew, but he's like a little brother to me. And he he calls me with stuff, so I get to feel like a big brother when he calls me. Sometimes, oh, like you get to feel like a big brother. Yeah, man, so, that's what I would do. <laughs> so, and then I get advice from him too. So it's not like it's a one way street because you know Skip been through some things, and he can give you some insight on some stuff. But I love I love the relationship I have. Like I mean, I've talked about Uncle Bob here frequently about him getting on my on my nerves sometimes, and he does. But at the end of the day, that's my dog. Like, I know if I need him, he going to be there for me and vice versa. Uncle Dave, the same way. Him living down in Mississippi, you know, I don't get to see him as much. But when I do, it's all love. Uncle Robert Earl, you know, he be in his own world sometimes, just like everybody else. But <laughs> I still got to say And then, like I say, Skip. And But then I got... Rodney and Pud, like we sit and we talk, we have intimate conversations. We have, you know, each one of us, we got our own families. We got stuff that we going through and we talk about everything. And we know that there's nothing is forced. There is like, and every time that we're apart, when we get them back together, it's like, we was just together yesterday. And that's mm-hmm. what I love about it. Like it's, it, there's like no time ever passes by, even though we might not see each other for weeks on end. And it's becoming, it's even more dope now because, or doper now, because, you know, with uh, Rodney's mom passing away, he's moving back to the area. 
So he's going to be closer. So, you know, here pretty soon. So the time in between our, our uh, laying eyes on one another won't be so, so, so far. So it, it's, uh, oh, I'm looking forward. Are, I'm looking forward to that. They're moving back together. Yeah. moving back together. But yeah, yeah. Those are, those are two, two sets of my healthy, healthy relationships right there, especially from other males. That's, that's really healthy. I don't, I don't think you know, you understand how healthy that is, but that's really healthy. That's what I love to see. Like CJ, he be talking like that with his like line brothers and the people he close to. I just love hearing him about to get off the phone and he say, love you too, bro. Like that just, I just, I be like, I be waiting. And if he don't say it, I'm looking at him like, what do you mean to say? He say you love your bro. Like tell him you love him. Life is too short. And I just, I just. I just love seeing men get along. I don't know. Something about a black man having a healthy relationship with other black men who aren't problematic in in certain ways, you know. I just, I love it. It's uh, powerful stuff. Powerful, powerful stuff. Absolutely. Ugh. What else you got on your plate? What's, what's, your, um, what's your Carolina Hurricanes? What they got going on? Not shit. They, they at home. <laughs> They ain't at home yet. Yeah, I'm, yes. The, oh, well, might as they, well be, damn it. They are. They're getting ready to join. So the weird thing about what's going on in these sports, these playoffs in hockey and basketball, is the 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 broom action. So they, at the time they, of this they recording. They like Andy, and it's hard not like. They sweeping. <laughs> It ain't even fun to watch. Like I, you should have saw me last night. I was pissed. I was. Why was you pissed last night? Because LeBron got swept. Because I watched the Lakers lose, and then I watched the. I checked in on the Kane score. They lost zero one. I said, yeah. "This is ridiculous." And they're down. I hope to get his ass and get. <laughs> Pull it together. We got a Stanley Cup to win. I told CJ it was because I ain't wear my jersey. Probably. You I'm, know. I was probably. I was too tired to wear my jersey. No, and then our neighbors, they hosted a, a hockey watch party. I didn't go because I was nervous, but yeah, they came and I had fault. a good time. It's all it your is. fault. You didn't wear the jersey and you didn't go to the party. That you're not I, very I supportive of the case. It was like they had good snacks too. I bet they I was, did have I good was, snacks. I was tired. But yeah, they get swept. And I just really wanted them to pull. At least I just wanted them to make it to the finals. Like, I just wanted them to compete for the Stanley Cup. And I mean, it's still a possibility, but statistically, like. Statistically it's speaking, it's good. over. But you can't. The fat lady may not it be. It ain't seen. over to the fat lady's thing. Yeah, she ain't singing yet. She, I thought. She I might thought be warming up. Ahead. But she ain't singing. She is doing her. <laughs> what they're doing? She's gonna come out. Doremi Pasolatito. Yeah, that. What come you said. Come on now, don't forget the song. What you said. Don't forget um, the song. But yeah, and I thought, I thought LeBron, I thought they, I just, first of all, that game ended so poorly for me. Did you see it? I didn't see it, man. Like I, I, I ain't. So I know you say you you don't stay up to watch, but it was just like, like it. 
the point deficit at the end, they could have had like a nice play and done something. But it was just like LeBron, somebody, just, they just caught, got, he got caught up and then the clock went out. And I'm like, wait, that's it? Wait. It was, it was anti-dramatic, huh? Yeah, no, nope. yeah, yeah. Well, he, it was dramatic still, but it was anticlimactic for one. I'm like, damn, it's over like that. So yeah, I, when that series started, I I thought Anthony Davis was gonna be the key me, for the Lakers' uh, success, but he would have been had he. That man scored what, like six points last night? The white boy was doing better than him. What, what you got? Who, Joker? Eminem? Nah, Andrew oh. Reeves. That boy, he was playing his heart out. I told CJ, I said, hey, he probably tell LeBron, yeah, like we're the real Splash Bros. Like we're kidding. <laughs> See, like he he was just so hyped to make every time he made, he just like he put fuck yeah. Like he just <laughs> I, I was I've read a couple of things, saw a couple of things about it. Now a lot of people feel like they should have ran a play for him, for Reeves at the end of the game, instead of uh, letting LeBron try to do some bully ball. From what I understand, and it didn't work out very well. I mean, he he was making him shots last night, and then LeBron he was in his feelings. He's ready to fight. I was like, oh, come on, LeBron. Don't go out like that. Hey, at the end of the day, the Lakers didn't have nothing to offset what Joker was bringing, is bringing to the table for Denver. Like, that dude is like a a center point guard. Like, he does just about everything. And his game is, like, for the average American player, his game is so unorthodox because he's big, he's slow. He can't jump. Yeah, you expect him to be lanky and, and like be, inflatable. He like. be wearing. I've been looking at some of his stats, man. I think one game the boy had like fifty three points, twenty and some assists, seventeen rebounds. Like who does that? He, in yeah, he, he broke a record. He broke a uh, uh, Kareem's record, didn't he? I, I have no idea. It, they said he broke like t- the most like triple doubles in a in the playoffs post play yeah something like that might have been I remember seeing Will it I was like damn already I don't think Cream had no I might have been Will Chamberlain because Will was, was putting up Will points getting rebounds and blocks yeah I get but yeah man sometimes. uh that's like in the even in the Eastern Conference if if Boston don't show up tonight. Miami Heat gonna be pulling pulling that broom out for their asses. That's gonna be a big dis. That has been a disappointment for me because I really yeah, I like that Boston team, but it I, just I, seems I like the Lakers. I mean the Heat more than I don't know. Like I like watching Jason Tatum play, but the I thing, would rather the thing see about Miami. The thing about Miami is they never give up. They never stop playing. Because in the couple games that I have watched, uh, the Celtics has have the Celtics have had either a double digit lead or close to a double digit lead going into the fourth quarter. And Miami just it's like on the in the fourth quarter they just turn it up a notch as a team. Mm-hmm. Like and they play team defense and they just yeah they play great as a team. Collectively, they just do not stop. They do not stop. And uh, I was having a discussion with Jamel today about the possible finals matchup 
about with Denver and Miami. And on the surface, Miami doesn't have a – they don't have an answer for Joker, which nobody in the league has an answer for Joker, nothing to offset what he's going to bring to the table, except that they just don't stop. Like, they do not stop. Yeah, every like- Any given night for Miami, it could be one or two different guys you know, giving you a, a, a an effective performance that puts them over the top. But mm-hmm. it's going to be hard to beat Denver with Joker. And then you got Jamal Murray. Seems like he has overcome his uh, injury that he had a couple years ago because I think he, the other night he had like 37. Like, you know, he was in rare form when he got hurt. And it seems like mm-hmm. he's getting back to that, to that point in his career. So – it's going to be tough. And then they got a couple shooters, Caldwell Pope, you know, they got some guys on there that can fill it up from the outside. So it's going to be very interesting going forward. Is Tristan Thompson, he played for the Nuggets too? I don't ask me. Um, didn't he date a Kardashian or something? Yeah, he don't. Yeah, um, that's all he known for. I don't know. <laughs> now nah, he played for the Lakers. Play. I, he yeah, played for he, the Lakers. He was on the bench for the Lakers. Only he was, but he played. He played pretty good last night. Did he play? Yeah, that's why. I was, that's why I brought him up. Yeah, because he played pretty. He played. I mean, the Lakers upset me because they had a really nice lead, and then I like went outside and came back in, and it was like they hadn't scored no more. Mm, but that's probably why Denver had. He I was probably, like, "What the hell?" He probably was only on the roster because his baby mama, the uh, friends and. High places in hey, the don't LA you get area. us blackball bottom Kardashians car- now? Caucasoids, <laughs> Kim, Courtney, Kalula. I don't give a damn. Hey, everyone, every one of them touch a band, the man go crazy. Look what they did to Bruce Jenner. The man was an Olympic champion. He then got hooked up with that woman and decided. Hey, no. <laughs> He wanted no. to do, do something different with his life. No. Look what they he did. He wanted to run people over. Yep, that's look, exactly what, look what that's they did. What he missed. Look what they did but to Tristan Thompson. Look what Caitlin. they did to Lamar Odom. Look what they did to Kanye. It's is you cannot they did that to themselves. Look, you can't you you, it, you looking at the, you looking at the same results and say I want to go mess with that. There's something wrong with you. I can't. Hollywood will do it to you. I, that's why. Martin Lawrence told Martin Lawrence told y'all him and, and Dave Chappelle both. They told y'all them people that, that's a different world out there. That's a different world out there. It's a different world. Not that kind of different world. It's a different Where world out there. Who is that? Uh, Professor Oglesby, Cat Williams said. Like a Professor Oglesby, Cat Williams said. Professor Oglesby. <laughs> You better knock on the door before you open the door at a party out there. <laughs> That's not, I'm literally the book the book I'm reading right now is that was recently a scene, but it was a woman and her husband, Lord have mercy. But you hey, uh, seriously though, you don't think it's something to that? Like I know I don't know. <laughs> oh, we can have a whole episode about conspiracies because I got some, but I don't want to talk to people's heads off today. Uh, well, yes, absolutely. That's what we're here for. What are you talking about? Well, we are almost an hour in, and I got about three hours worth of conspiracy theories on me, so mm. I'm not ready to talk about because I got to come be, correct. 
So, I got a whole. Of our, our next I can episode. put together a PowerPoint. Oh yeah, because we could talk about that one thing we've been needing to talk about. Because oh, we're gonna talk about that. Okay. I got yeah, I got some I got some gems for that topic. I you know unpopular opinion. I actually love that topic. Like I love what that the possibilities are with that. I'm actually not afraid of it. All the possibilities are endless. It's just that it's the users who are going to it falls into, into not necessarily the users, but the programmers of it. Yeah, that too. That's the scary. And if you don't know what we're talking about, we are talking about artificial intelligence, but we're not going to talk about that right now. We're talking about Alan Iverson. I thought we was going to talk about Carmelo Anthony. We talking about Alan Iverson. You just said artificial intelligence. <laughs> <laughs> look, I'm like, wait, look, I'm like, what happened to Alan Iverson? What AI do again? No. Bruh. I saw Come I saw on, a man. meme I saw a meme on uh one of them social media platforms and it had some stuff about it was like the the only AI I know is Alan No, but then it had some stuff and it said uh it had a picture of AI and it said why is he doing this to us? <laughs> like, yeah. So yeah, that's gonna be an interesting topic for next episode. We're gonna <laughs> or, call it the Allen Iverson episode. I'm gonna wear my AI. We're just gonna call it Allen Iverson. To talk about AI. But no, uh, but yeah, and Carmelo to speak about sports. You see, he's announced I, his retirement. I saw he officially retired from the NBA. Shout out to Melo, man. I think Melo didn't. I don't think he got the the accolade, the the credit he deserved. As a hooper, See, like he I, wasn't much of a defensive player, but he could get you a bucket, man. He could get you a bucket. Wasn't he like? Wasn't he one of the ninth all-time scorers in the NBA? I mean, his that's his position. He's ninth on the all-time scoring list. That's pretty dope. I mean, that seems recognition enough. Or it's very. I mean, like he never got his flowers. Well, individual stats. Individual stats. As far as scoring, like I don't think he won very many playoff series. Oh. That may be why he didn't. Uh, like he came out of high school. I think he might have won a. Don't quote me on the high school, because I think he went I to Oak Hill Academy. But I know he helped his freshman year at Syracuse. They won the national championship, so he came in, you know, balling, and uh, uh-huh. he pretty much lived up to the hype. He was in that class. I think he was in the class with LeBron and um the um yeah, they was all where did I see him talk before? I think on a podcast maybe. I think on Knuckleheads. But yeah, I I mean, I've always enjoyed watching him like and everything he do. I like his name too. Carmelo Anthony. Remember um uh, Sound like his mama named him that because she knew he was gonna be a star. AC <laughs> used to love him. I was gonna say, remember they skipped him had the dog named Carmelo, that pit bull. The dog was named Carmelo, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. I just remember AC used to love Carmelo Anthony. I don't know why, but I just remember that. So I remember yeah, they had, to look stinky. They had uh, Carmelo, Chris Bosh, Dwayne Wade, and LeBron James was all in the um, same draft. They were on the Olympics. And yeah, they were on the, they the Redeem the, team. That was what I saw. Yeah, that was I saw them talking on Netflix. And Carmelo was talking about how uh, 
Kobe was, um, also. But yeah, they had a, they had that was a hell of a, a draft class right there. It was probably one of the best <clears throat> draft classes <clears throat> in NBA history as far as what the class went on to do in the in the NBA. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Shout out to Melo. LeBron's the last one standing. What do you think? You think he's gonna retire or you think he's gonna stay around till uh Bronny he's gets staying around till Bronny. Now he might pull a Carmelo and just hang out. Just hang out at the end on of the, the bench. bench. <laughs> I doubt yeah, it. Yeah, just and just staying there with clothes on at least till Bronny get there. But I doubt it too, because LeBron ain't finna just stand by. But uh yeah, I think he speaking of bathrooms. Uh, last night during the game, LeBron left like right before either halftime or like the third quarter, right before it was over. And it's like something happened with our TV. CJ thought I had skipped, and because mm-hmm. he was like, he was like, "Wait, why LeBron go to the locker room? Like, did he get ejected or something?" He was like, "Rewind," and LeBron had just took off like maybe ten seconds before the clock went off. I was like, "I think he probably had to pee." <laughs> <laughs> and CJ, CJ started cracking up. I said, "You laughing?" But I mean, I'm serious. What if he really had these bathroom? And I mean, it, it ain't gonna do him no good to stay here for those ten seconds. He, he might as well get a head start. <laughs> I don't know. You obsessed with urination this episode for some unknown reason. I'm not obsessed. That's a. It's we all do it. I know. Speaking. Okay. Okay, being <laughs> obsessed with it. Did I tell you Turbo has a diaper? No, you did not tell me my granddog has Turbo, a diaper. Why ahead. does my Why does my granddog have a diaper? Because you ain't got um, him probably trained. No, because hold on, come here, buddy. Because I caught him peeing <laughs> on my massage chair. Oh no! Show him your diaper. Say it's called a belly pad. <laughs> So he got three of them. Three Turns. manly colors. And and he don't he don't pee in them. Cause he can't pee. And look, look, I ain't tell you this. I told mommy she about fell out. So he got the pee pad on or whatever. He's Me shiny. and CJ, look we at went him. to No, he not. He's sleepy. Me and CJ went to Culver's and we was gonna let Turbo come with us. So I opened the door and I'm like, come on, Tyrus, we're going to Culver's. He got the belly pad on. Turbo runs out. You know, he want to pee. Mm-hmm. So he, he, CJ was like, wait, no, don't let him out. Turbo runs out. He lift his leg up. Ain't nothing coming out because it's all going in that pee pad. I said, oh, <laughs> he's peeing on himself. <laughs> he going to get a UTI. <laughs> so we took it off. Then we went to Culver's and he had ice cream. Okay, right. I don't know what to say about that. Y'all down there mistreating he my granddaughter. Ain't no shame in my belly pad. Ain't no shame in it. He like it. Mm, he be I excited. Guess. He know when it's time to go O-U-T that he first got to make a pit stop. Look at him. And get it removed. He does not look happy by wearing no damn doggy diaper. He's sleepy. Mm-hmm, that's what I you say. He, he would probably. Look at him. Look at him. Yawning. <laughs> Like he worked hard today or something. That right. don't make no sense. Y'all, if y'all want to see Turbo, you can watch us on YouTube if you're not watching. If you're listening, you can see Turbo cute face. It's Mr. Turbo, man. <laughs> but yeah, that's uh what what else you got for me? 
You got anything else for me? You got any reviews for me today? So yeah, you, you know, in-person reviews. Last week I um told you about a young man I met at the watering hole who um mm-hmm. started watching the show and then or listening to the show. And then um what was it last Thursday? I was talking to our um project manager had came in from Utah and he spent last week with us and we went out after work one night and he was me and him was just having a nice little conversation and I told him we was me and you was doing this podcast he's like he's like what's what's it called man I love listening to podcasts and I'm like I gave him the information took him to YouTube subscribed all that good stuff he said, man, I'm on, I'm, when I'm on my way home, I'm going to listen to some episodes. And so Friday when he was on the plane, he texted me. He was like, uh, hey, BJ, just finished this week's podcast episode on Apple Podcasts. Good stuff. I really enjoy listening to you guys. Awesome conversations and great humor. 3D gained a new listener this week. Tried to leave a review. Oh. I'm not sure if it's saved and it's visible. Looking forward to the next uh, episode. Shout out to Peyton Brennan. Uh, shout, shout out, out Peyton. Peyton. Peyton's cool. Peyton uh, is cool. Peyton is cool people. He's good people, man. Like he's a good dude. That's one thing I enjoy about this job. I'm working with this this company right here, High Country Line Construction. It's it's uh, a it's a company full of good people. Like there's some good people at this place, and I I really enjoy working what? with them. We'll have to talk about good companies because CJ, I, I ate lunch with Siege today because um, he had like welcomed the intern. So he was at like his actual job, like office, mm-hmm. which is near my job. So we ended up eating lunch together and I went to see his job site. And it's like, you could tell that they really put their thought in about how to make their employees happy. And like, you, I, I, I got a little emotional walking in there because I was, you know, seeing CJ just talk passionately about, like, yeah, this is a, a lead silver building and something about electricity and good, I don't know, but he, right. he'd be happy to talk about it and I'd be happy to see him be happy. And so it was just really cool to see, like, yeah, you can tell this company care about their people. I and mean, it, it, and that's how this company... People that work there too. That's how this company is, high country. Like, I've worked for several contractors out here building power lines and you know, some of them, they get to a point, they get big and they, you know, you're just a number. They don't really give a shit about mm-hmm. you. I mean, they want you to come to work and do do the work for them. This company right here, uh, it's a family atmosphere. Like, it, it's, it's a good, it's just a good environment, a healthy environment to work in. The the general mm-hmm. foreman starting with Grant, Grant's awesome guy, and then down to the foreman. I, I work. I talk about Jamel. I work with Jamel every day. Uh, we got a couple other guys out here that that are just top notch people, and uh, it's just a joy to be around good people. It makes your day go by. Uh, you put your life yeah. basically out here building this stuff, playing not playing, but working with this electricity. Basically, you know, I think I've said it on here before. You basically trusting other people with your lives, and you want to have a mm-hmm. good relationship with people that. Uh, when you work, you're working like that. It's that serious of a job. You don't want to be out here with somebody that you can't trust. And I can mm. say without a doubt that yeah. the place that we work, uh, there's a good group of guys here. 
even up to the people in the court in the office out in Utah. Uh, when I did that interview for that safety job, all the guys were, everybody was just good people. They seemed to be good people. And uh, it seemed like it just flows downhill from the top. So, and that's a good thing. So, when, when the top is to the right, the bottom will feel it. I feel like that's, that's right. some, some old quote or something. Uh, but yeah, shout out Peyton. Peyton. Peyton Brennan. Brennan. Shout out Peyton for Peyton for the for the review. Uh and it would be cool if that Apple Podcast review go through. Uh I would like to see that on on my on my podcast feed. Um but yeah, so we got we got two uh comments talking to us on the YouTube. You know we got right. uh the we got the dear John. We got Uncle John. <laughs> Uncle JB. Shout out Shout out my fan for whipping the cream. I think I'm the only one responding from YouTube. But anyway, you guys always make me laugh. Thanks for the shouting out about my personality. I'm not cool. I was just born this way. LOL. <laughs> I've taken I've taken into consideration and darn proud of it that I, along with my brothers, are great uncles three times over the That's uncle right. limit due to the increase of the Nelson population. Awesome. Again, keep making it do what you do. Love always, Uncle JV. So that, as as always, warm my heart. Uh, oh, yeah. Then we have we have uh, Imperceive. Imperceive. <laughs> we'll stuff at the end. <laughs> Another uplifting episode from D3. I love listening to y'all at work. It always puts a smile on my face. The love and energy that's exuded is what sets this podcast apart from all the others I listen to. Side note, both of y'all look a bit drowsy, but it was still a good show. Tanya B. I said, Tanya B, you are correct. We were both super tired because I fell asleep right after and I was editing. <laughs> I knew I was tired after that episode. Man, I was, isn't this, I don't know if we were, did we seem to record extra late or something? Or maybe I was just extra tired that day, but we, we recorded I fell late. asleep with the podcast playing. We recorded late and we recorded for like an hour and 40 minutes. It was like. And we talked after. Yeah. So it was a full, it was full day that that, that was a full episode. Yeah. yeah, I like the sweet spot of the hour, like 15, hour 30. And I was going to, you know, I was going to propose maybe we move the day of the episode at the episode's launch. Uh, maybe to accommodate. I don't know. We'll talk about it. Uh, we'll see. Mm-hmm. I just, I thought it would be my nice discussion. Got something. We can always go back to the drawing board and rediscuss strategy and execution. Because if this podcast, we're going to do it, we're going to do it right. You are the executive Period. director. And I am. Just I am. A, I'm just. A, I'm just a handsome co-host. You just hear. You just hear <laughs> talking. And I'm. I'm uh, very thankful that you are just here talking because I mean I could talk to myself all day. You know I had a podcast before this, but uh, I do. I like having a talking. Don't be stealing my joy, man! Like don't be trying to steal my no, joy. No, no, I. I just said I like having a talking partner. Why are you yelling though? Because you said I was stealing your joy. I was giving you your flowers. I said, don't be trying to steal you just my joy. Stepped on her. You know, I'm this trying to give you joy. Ain't very many things I look forward to every week. 
because I still got to get up and go to work, even though I like going to work sometimes. Man, still got to go to work. I still got to go to work. Hey, I'm sick of this shit. I'm sick of this work life stuff. We, hey, we need to figure something out. <laughs> I got about one year more left of working in me. So we I'm calling a family meeting. CJ going to be at the next one because we got some shit to talk about. Girl, you are a piece of work. You are something else. Okay. So we have read those reviews. Mm-hmm. And I don't think we have any more. But we would really appreciate it if y'all left us a review on Apple Podcasts, whatever platform you listen on. If there's a rating system, whatever maximum stars you can give us, go ahead and give us all them stars. And, you know, share the podcast with some folks. I did, uh, I can't remember where I interacted with somebody, but they said somebody had shared the podcast with them. Mm-hmm. And that's what I like to hear. Oh, yeah. I gotta find, maybe it was on TikTok. Uh, but yeah, it's really cool. We appreciate it, and we will read it on the podcast uh, episode. So y'all can email us too, dadardishes at gmail.com. You know, we I be checking that inbox, so hit us up. You yep. know, there you and got any parting words with the people before? Well, I just want to give a shout-out once again to Eva May Recovery Hope Incorporated. Shout-out to the cousins, Nii, Quan, Shay, and uh, Cousin Mike. Um, they like I say, if anybody got any kind of family members or yourself that in the Chicago area that may be in need of some uh, some assistance in regards to any kind of addiction, hit them up. www.evamayrecoveryhope.com. Let me double check that. Yes. Yeah, evamayrecoveryhope.com. And I'll have that in the show notes. And I'll have all the other ones in the show notes, too, because I have been slacking. But I got y'all. It's going to be on all the other show notes, too. Um, but, yeah. Shout out to, what would you call what would you call that segment? That's our our chef's feature. Our Which sous the, chef's the, feature. The, the, the brands the, you're featuring. The shouting out the black businesses. Yeah, I, I feel like that's this, a chef's feature. We can call it. We'll I mean, come up with something. We'll, have we'll call it chef's features. That sounds pretty good. But, you know, we'll talk right. about it and make it we'll official. Make it, we'll make an executive decision off, off show. There you, there you go. All right. Well, you know what just came out the oven? Some fresh cookies. Some fresh jokes. Suck these jokes. Maybe it's one big joke. It is. All right. I had one for you. First of all, this isn't a joke. I had one for you that I found yesterday. But then when I told CJ the look he gave me, I was like, okay, that one needs some priming. But I'm coming with you at some point. Um, But this one, dang hot out the oven. Ooh, it's hot. I got arrested today for walking out of an art museum with a painting. I'm just so confused because earlier when I asked security if I could take a picture, they said yes. <laughs> you know what? Don't take pictures out of museums, folks. Don't take pictures. You'll go to jail. We'll see y'all next week. If y'all can't be good, be good at it.